right. Happy Tuesday. Uh, or, um, yeah, Tuesday. I kind of forgot what day it was. Just for a second. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever it is you've decided to make Big Sky Sports Talk a part of your day, my family and I greatly appreciate it. You found the only podcast in the world that is completely devoted to the coverage of the four major franchises of one major market, and that's Phoenix, Arizona. But we do things a little bit differently. We do it from Big Sky Country, Billings, Montana. We also cover ASU football, ASU basketball, USL Championship Soccer, with the uh, Phoenix Rising and the WNBA with the Phoenix Mercury all available to you Tuesday through Saturday. So, um, hey, first off. Um, secondly, uh, hope your weekend was was good. Hope your Monday was good. Um, my weekend was, was great again. And uh, we, we start things off as far as you know, my weekend goes on Sunday. Um, and, uh, particularly, um, what happened in the conversation that happened, um, after Sunday. So two weeks in a row for my sister and, um, and the kids, um, every other Sunday, unless, uh, their mom, um, brings them, um, Two of the kids, uh, Landon and Charlie, won't won't make it. But so um, Gage and Fallen made it well, along with my sister. So it's two weeks in a row. So church was good, you know, everything was good. Um, some hiccups as far as um, the production of it, but it, that pales in comparison to you know the church as a whole and the fact that I'm having family come. Um, so, uh, it was after church and my sister, um, mentions to me, she said, Hey, do you want to go have these on a new air hockey table for, for the youth room? And I said, uh, sure. Um, and she said that other one just, you know, it needs, needs some improvement. It looks like it's falling apart to me and, uh, want to get them a new one. So I, my mind is just absolutely blown. My my sister is is great, um, you know, and and she's a a good person, you know. But let's, I I I, I want to say this, but then again, I don't. So, um, but people do need to know the truth, and it's something that she understands as well. So I'm not blasting her, but simply being a good person does not determine your um, eternal fate, if you will. A lot, some people believe that it's, it's not true. Um, and, and, uh, I, you know, I don't, uh, have, have the time nor just the upfront to, you know, go into that. And, and I'm not going to do that here, but because I want to celebrate a win more than, you know, talk a bunch of theology, um, at this moment, but it's just very uncommon, you know, for someone that's come, especially you put it this in, in, in this perspective, um, for someone that has only gone to the church two times, two weeks in a row to, you know, just have this, you know, I don't say burden or even passion, but that just a desire to, Hey, the old hockey table needs a facelift. We need to get a new one. And so we, we, we found one um, that uh, uh, definitely looks a lot better. I guess we'll find out when, when we meet the, the guy on um, Wednesday, so tomorrow. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. So I, I, I shot um, my pastor a message and say, hey, I don't mean to bother you. I hope everything's going well since they were out and just kind of enjoying some time, some, some rest. And, uh, and I, I said, Hey, my sister wants to get a table for the youth air, air hockey table. He said, Oh, wow, that's great. Then that's a fantastic, uh, gesture. I, but I, uh, I said, uh, well, first, before he said that, I said, I, I need to know who I can get t- contact with. He said, Hey, could just go ahead and, and um, message um, 
um, Hanson, which is our uh, youth and children's uh, pastor, and I didn't have his number, so he said, hey, do that for me, and that'd be great, and that's exciting. So I don't know, just from the, that perspective, and I even told my sister, I said, that just that just doesn't happen, you know? And she said, well, I mean, you know, I, I see a need, I want to want to help out and the the kids love to play it and i'm sure the other kids in there they don't they they love to you know play on it as well and they need a new one and i said well well you know i don't mind doing that so i'm excited about that um and and really excited about my family coming um uh just next i need it you know um i don't need but i would strongly you know like is uh jd my mom and my aunt dana to come and i think uh, my mom and jd have mentioned that they they're more than interested um just kind of slow to actually do it um my mom said you know this sunday wouldn't be good because jd was off but it made more sense to actually go but i wasn't gonna fight it you know and and mom, if you're listening, I, you know, I, I get it to me. It's, you know, makes more sense to go, but you know, whatever, um, not going to give you, make you feel bad about it or give you too hard of a time, uh, about it. Um, but, and, um, my aunt does listen occasionally and, you know, I know where she sits on this. I don't know completely her, her reasons, but she is like, I am never, going to that church that's the word she used i've never going to that church i'm thinking and i didn't ever ask her well fine don't go to that church just go to a church and i i think you know i i I don't know it's it makes me sad um and you know before i get further into this you don't have to go to church to to be saved um but it sure helps um, and, um, you know, I'm not going to try to, you know, make heads or tails of, you know, where, you know, where my aunt, uh, will go, whether it's heaven or, or hell or in, any of all that, you know, I don't know her true heart condition. Um, uh, you know, we are to, um, make judgments by, by the fruit, fruit produced and, you know, by that it's not bad, but not great. But anyway, I just, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, shame her, make her feel too terrible, especially if she listens to this, but she does need to know the truth that she does need to try to go somewhere. And that's, I'm not, I'm not ever going to stop encouraging her to go, um, and, and inviting her to go because the majority of folks, uh, don't go because they're not invited. My aunt, my mom, they can't say that because they definitely have, but, um, you know, I, I believe that that's why, you know, one of the big reasons why I'm here is to reach my family and then not only just reach, reach the lost of billings, but help reach the lost of, of my family, my direct family, the family that I've been praying for on and off for, for years. And like, Lord, send someone, Lord, send someone. And now that I'm here, I feel like Lord's like, Hey, you're the someone. You know, you keep on bringing it up. You keep on praying for them. You keep on being the light, and it's going to happen. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm going to do. Um, but it seems evident. Like I said, I don't know the full details, but it seems evident that that for my aunt, she just has had a bad experience. Excuse me, a bad experience with with church in general. I don't know if it's Assemblies God or or just church in general some church hurt maybe from previous i don't know her you know how what her full scale of of life in church um entails um but it does seem obvious that that's there or or maybe you know it's maybe if it is the assembly of god it's you know weird and spooky and kooky but and and so i say church is not meant to be spooky and and kooky and it sure isn't the way it was years ago and i understand there are some really um religious people that um you know say it but don't do it you know don't say say they believe in all this and and but they don't live out the word and they're 
they're um you know kind of backwards in some of their thing and and just uh um you know so they you know the church the capital c church is really kind of painted themselves a bad picture from from some of the ones that you know really aren't living out what they're saying and 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 just being contradictory to what what they believe and 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 not you know not given the the church as a whole a a great name and i think some of that has to do with it um i think you know i know my aunt gets so frustrated you know talking about it um I mean, mainly because i you know i'll listen but i'm not going to just you know stand back and 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 you know oh well you know yeah whatever or that's that's fine or that you know I, I I I can't I can't do that, especially when I know what you're talking about is wrong. It's it's incorrect information, um, and somewhat what I told told the boys. I said, "How do you know what church is like if you've never been?" And for my aunt, it's not never been, but how do you know that my church is the same as all the other churches you've you've had bad experience? You don't. She, she doesn't. And so that's just really frustrating. So, um, but, um, you know, I'm going to do my best, you know, not, not to be a pest, but I'm not going to let it go because, you know, it's, um, time is running short for not just for her, but for everybody. So, um, everybody that, you know, needs to know and, 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 you know, I, I would feel like I failed, if I, you know, didn't do my part. So I appreciate those that would uh, uh, pray uh, uh, with, along with me, you know, for, for my family's behalf, especially those that are, you know, not attending. So um, like I said, JD right now, um, my mom as of right now, and then, of course, my aunt says never. And, um, and then also um, my sister's boyfriend, uh, Jeremy, which... I think giving due time, he'll he'll uh, make a turnaround, um, and he's been been in church before and loves it and or loved it, um, and so uh, you know I don't I don't think that's a problem. So just you know prayers for those four. So that's that's my direct goal and 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 my prayer for for the, this uh, this season this year and. And uh, and hopefully everybody's going somewhere. If if it's not you know Canvas somewhere, um, you know before the before the end of the year, hopefully. So that that's kind of the thought and the goal. So we'll see. I appreciate you guys' uh, prayer, but um, I'm just overjoyed and encouragement to my sister and 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 uh, um, if my nieces and nephews happen to catch this, then. Um, and, and they, you know, they know how I feel, but I'm just overjoyed and, and I, you know, I never in Nicole, never, never, never lose it. I, I pray that you never do. Um, and I know you're enjoying it right now. So I, I pray that it's, it, it's never, it never gets lost. Um, because it, you know, it's not always going to be easy. Um, but I do believe that overall it's, it's better than the not. So anyway, um, so that that's that's me. I'm pretty jacked up, pretty excited about things that are going on. But um, anyway, I think that's it. Um, it's not mentioned um, in the two minute warning, but got some got some Cardinals news, and we'll we'll do that after. Um, let's see, we might do that. We might do that next, but because it's not mentioned in the two minute warning. And I did already say at the end of the two-minute warning that Yotes are after that. So, um, and I don't want to mess that up, which means I would have to redo it. So, um, some Cardinals news up next. And then then we'll go ahead and do the two-minute warning. So, bear with me. I, I know you're like, oh, let, let me just hear the two-minute warning. Like I said, you can always jump to it. So, um, but I, I, you know, I understand that. You, if you don't want to jump, but you do want to listen, you're like, well, you know, I, I can I can listen for, you know, 10 minutes and then plus two more to find out everything I need to know. 
about what's going on. So, anyway, like I said, Cardinals are up next on uh, Big Sky Sports Talk. Arizona Sports, breaking news. Yeah, how about that? We got on the phone with Bobby, and then the Cardinals got a new GM. Ah, here we go. From Ian Rappaport. The Arizona Cardinals plan to hire Titans Director of Player Personnel Monty Austinfort as their new GM. He impressed last year during the circuit, now lands a big job. So there you go. That's step one, is it not? Kind of interesting to me because the Titans fired their GM mid-year, mid-season. Kind of back half of the season. And you would have thought, if he's an up-and-coming name as a GM, you would think the Titans might be looking at him as an option in-house to fill that void. Yeah, I do find that kind of funny. So that's... I, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know a ton about Monty Austinfort. It's not a it's not a familiar name to me. Well, tell but you I what. can tell you this. He's very well-respected in the scouting community. So why don't we take a few minutes here, try and figure out who he is. Collect so our thoughts. Everybody else who he is. Again, if you're just tuning in, Monty Austinfort, the former Titans director of player personnel. He's the new Cardinals GM. We're going to tell you more about him next on Arizona Sports. All right, courtesy um, um, 98.7 FM Arizona Sports uh, from their um, from their Spotify. Um, they put a, a lot of their shows and segments on there. And uh, the, this is the Burns and Gambo show. Um, but Mitch uh, Vereldis and uh, Steve uh, Zinmeister um, in for um, Burns and Gambo. Um, so just a little bit, um, and this is per uh, Wikipedia, um, Monty Austinfort. Um, he uh, is now, of course, the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, was, um, he began his career as an interim um for the Minnesota Vikings in 2001, and then um, started in the scouting department for the for Houston uh, during their inaugural season in 2002. So, um, what did I say? Interim, an intern, 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 intern. Minnesota Vikings intern 2001, pro personnel intern for Houston in 2002. Um, he has a couple of stints between Houston and uh, New England. Um, but uh, New England in 2003 for personnel assistant, then back in Houston for a pro and college scouting assistant in 2004, um, 2005 Houston college scout, 2006 through 2008 an area scout for New England Patriots, um, New England Patriots 2009 and 10 a national scout, New England Patriots 11 and 13 um, assistant director of college scouting, um, and then. 14 through 19, Director of College Scouting for New England Patriots, and then with the Titans player personnel uh, for 20, uh, 2020 to 2022. Um, and, of course, with the Patriots, a four-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, so um, everybody you know on the staff, whether you're intern, assistant, you know, you get a ring. So um, he... he Somewhat some, you know, championship DNA being a part of the Patriots for uh, many, many years. Um, you know, it, he's part of scouting. He's part of, you know, finding all these these guys and draft picks. And, you know, he stands on the table for, you know, his guys, uh, I'm sure. So, um, but uh, a native of uh, uh, Laverne, Minnesota. And, that, of course, that's where he started his uh, um, career. Um he did uh, uh, play a little bit, um, I believe. Let's see. Yep, played college football at the University of Minnesota Morris um, as a quarterback from 96 to 99. So he's played. He's um, mainly been in the front office as, as, you know, as a scout or, you know, with Tennessee as the, the assistant. So um, he's, he's – uh, um, been a little bit of everywhere, um, but like I said, mainly with Houston and and uh, New England. So that's a little bit more of um, on Monty Austinfort. Um, so you can go to Wikipedia and check that out. Um, so that that's the little bit of Cardinals news. So 
Um, that's the first shoe to drop. We'll see about everything else. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see how things are going. Good news, it's M- Monday has come and gone. And Brandon Staley from the Chargers after the Chargers lost has not yet been fired. Hopefully he doesn't because the Chargers are a really, really strong candidate for Sean Payton, um, mainly because the drawing of um, Justin Herbert. Um, but one thing that uh, the Cardinals can offer the Chargers cannot is um, power. And we, we know that that's what uh, um, um, Sean Payton wants. Um, we know, obviously, that Sean Payton is not going to accept interviews from any team that he's not willing to go to. We know that he wants to stay in, in the West Coast. And we know that New Orleans is probably not going to accept your interview of their coach if you're not even in the ballpark of meeting, meeting their um, their compensation requests, So, um, which obviously – the uh, Cardinals have done those things. So they're they're still there uh, on that. Um, But that's it for Cardinals. Um, Your two-minute warning is up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. It's the two-minute warning. This is the beautiful part of the podcast where you give me two minutes and I give you everything that happened over the weekend and last night. We start things off in St. Paul, Minnesota, on the first game of a back-to-back, the Coyotes a loser 2-1 against the Wild. No goals were scored for either team in the first period, and the only goal for the Coyotes was scored in the third period by Lawson Krause with Jack McBain on the assist. The Coyotes had 28 shots on goal with only 7 blocked shots, while the Wild had 27 shots on goal with 16 blocked shots. The second game takes us to Winnipeg, where the Coyotes lose again 2-1. All the action was scored in the second period, including Clayton Keller's lone goal for the Coyotes and Nick Schmoltz on the assist. The Coyotes had 21 shots on goal with 10 block shots, and the Jets had 24 shots on goal with nine block shots. The Coyotes are back at home for two games starting tonight against the Red Wings. We continue things with ASU, who gets a sweep in Oregon as the Sun Devils get a win in Corvallis, 74 to 69. Desmond Cambridge led the Sun Devils with 21 points in 32 minutes. The Sun Devils shot 49% from the field and played great defensively with nine steals and nine blocks. ASU is back at home on Thursday against fifth ranked UCLA. Last but not least, we remember Martin Luther King Jr. as the Suns lose in Memphis by 30 points, 136 to 106 was the final. The Suns were only down by three points at the half and the game was tied with 70 with 10 minutes and 22 seconds remaining in the third. The wheels fall off and the Suns only score 41 points in the second half. John Morant and Desmond Bain would score a combined 57 points. The Suns have now lost three in a row and they sit 12th in the conference and fourth in division. The Suns join ASU Thursday at home against Brooklyn, and that is your two-minute warning. So, I this time I was well longer than two minutes, but anyway, you get the gist. I, I'm I'm either too short or too long, but regardless, um, the Coyotes they are up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. All right, talking some Coyotes now. Um, as mentioned in the uh, two-minute warning, uh, both games that the uh, Coyotes have uh, um, uh, played were, were on a back-to-back against the Wild and the uh, Jets, both uh, two-to-one losses. Um, we'll start with uh, um, Saturday. Um and uh, the, uh, no goals, as I said, in the first period. And the second period, um, pretty much as close to back-to-back as you, you can get um, for the Wild at 9.39 and 10.30, one on a power play and, and then just just one you know straight up. Um, that gives um, the Wild the 2-1 to one, um, advantage. And then in the third period, 5.42, Mark Lawson Krause with uh, Jack McBain on the assist. 
Um, so that that's how that game goes. Um, Yotes the twenty eight and the seven block shots. Um, Wild with the twenty seven and sixteen block shots. Faceoffs one twenty three um, for the Coyotes for the Wild thirty one. That's forty two point six for the Coyotes and fifty seven point four. Power play opportunities. The uh, Coyotes did have one but couldn't convert. And um, uh, Wild, they converted on half of them. They had two um, converted on one. Total penalties, two minute, uh, two penalties for four minutes for the Coyotes, one penalty for two minutes for um, the Wild, um, and then three takeaways and six giveaways for the Coyotes, eight takeaways and seven giveaways for um, Minnesota. Move on to the second game of back-to-back against uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Um, and uh, no goals scored in the first period and no goals scored in the third period. All the action, as I said, was in the second period. Um, 37 seconds in off the power play um, for Winnipeg. They get the lead. Clayton Keller at 11.02 um, with Nick Schmoltz on the assist. Ties it up 1-1. And then 16.45... Uh, Winnipeg gets their last goal, and uh, that would be the score. Uh, two to one is on uh, the final for that one. Twenty-one and uh, ten, as I said, the shots and uh, on goal and the block shots for the Yotes. Twenty-four and nine for Winnipeg, as I mentioned as well. Seventeen faceoffs won uh, for the Coyotes at thirty-seven percent. 29 faceoffs won for Winnipeg at 63%. Excuse me. Three power play goals again. Um, well, not again, but again, this part of it is again. The Yotes could not capitalize. Um, the So back-to-back games where both teams had great penalty kill against the Coyotes. Two um, for Winnipeg, and they converted one, so that's 50%. Two penalties for four minutes for um, the Coyotes, two penalties for six minutes for Winnipeg, um, and the six takeaways and ten giveaways for the Coyotes, and six takeaways and nine giveaways for Winnipeg. Um, no sound um, for um, the first game against the, the Wild for the uh, Coyotes, but we do have a game recap uh, against Winnipeg. Um, and so we'll go ahead and play that from Bally Sports. Goal scoring started in period number two, and uh, really the Mets took over in this one. Yeah, it was the Winnipeg Jets that, well, obviously the penalty here on Clayton Keller, and this is the power play that I was talking about, led to a four-minute power play, double minor for the Winnipeg Jets in the box, and the Coyotes, they couldn't convert, not sure they even got one shot on net, and then the Winnipeg Jets, they come right back, and it's Dubois. We talked about him at the start of the show. The hand-eye coordination in front of the net. No chance on the play for Corral Bamelka, his 20th of the year. But then, Matty, the Coyotes, they answer back. And guess who? It's Clayton Keller after taking that high stick. Well, it doesn't deter him, and he buries one. Uh, that was a thing of beauty. His 15th of the season, and now all of a sudden, the Coyotes who didn't have much life, they have some very much back into the hockey game, but it was the Jets. And this beautiful passing play, and Shikley gets it. Everyone in the building thought he was going to shoot the puck. Puts it on the stick of Blake Wheeler. And Ralph Alka just can't get over in time to make that stop. That really slowed the game down on that goal. And Blake Wheeler was back door and he was ready. He gets his 11th. As we took a look, take a look at the final numbers here presented by Creston Church. And the story for me here tonight, face-offs. The Coyotes had an opportunity to win more face-offs as the game went along when it was a one-goal game to generate more offense. And you look at the power play. We talked about it. Uh, 0 for 3. That was an absolute killer for a team that struggles 5 on 5 to score goals. You have to make the power plays count. Yes, indeed. Yes, they do. They have to make them count um, big time. Um, but uh, we'll move it on to uh, ASU. And uh, like I said in two-minute warning, they, they swept both Oregon teams. They, had, uh, they were in Corvallis on uh, Saturday. So we'll do uh, ASU and talk about their win next on Big Sky Sports Talk. Talking some ASU uh, basketball, um, 74 to 69. 
uh, for ASU. They uh, were were down um, at the end of the first half, not by much, but then they dug themselves in a hole and came back from 16 points down. Uh, Desmond Cambridge, 21 points, 8 of 14 from the field, 1 of 4 from the line. Um, uh, Michael Ritaje, um, 17 points, 6 of 9 uh, from the field, and 3 of 5 uh, for him. Devin Cambridge, 8 rebounds, 3 defensive, and uh, 5 offensive. Uh, Jordan Pope, five rebounds, three defensive, and two offensive. DJ Horn, um, four assists, one turnover, 29 minutes. And I'm not going to try to pronounce his name again, but uh, Michael with uh, three assists, two turnovers, and 32 minutes. Sun Devils, Warren Washington, 27 minutes, one of five from the field, seven rebounds, and uh, two points. Devin Cambridge, 30 minutes, five of eight uh, from the field, one of two from deep, eight rebounds, and 13 points. Frankie Collins, 25 minutes, four of seven from the field, one of our of one from deep, four rebounds, two assists, 12 points. DJ Horn, 29 minutes, two of seven from the field, one of three from deep, two rebounds, four assists, nine points. Desmond Cambridge, 32 minutes, eight of uh, 14 from the field, four of seven from deep, one rebound, uh, one assist, 21 points. Um, uh, Neil with 12 minutes, uh, two or three from the field, uh, and that was from deep as well. Three rebounds, one assist, six points. Alonzo Gaffney, 13 minutes, one of one from the field. Um, so that's four points. And then uh, he got to the line a couple times. And uh, Nunez, 15 minutes, one of three from the field, oh, one from uh, deep. Seven uh, points to go with him and Luther Muhammad. Seven minutes. He didn't score. Um, and uh, Brennan had ten minutes. Uh, he didn't score, but he did have a rebound t- to his credit. For the Beavers, Stevens, 23 minutes, two five from the field, two or four from deep, three rebounds, six points. Uh, Michael, uh, 32 minutes, six of nine from the field, Perfect from deep, two of two, four rebounds, three assists, 17 points. Um, uh, Billado, 25 minutes, three of 10 from the field, two of four from deep, five rebounds, one assist, nine points. Uh, Taylor Jr., 33 minutes, uh, four of seven from the field, one of three from deep, two rebounds, one assist, 13 points. Pope, 31 minutes, four of 13 from the field, one of five from deep, five rebounds, Two assists, nine points. Um, Andela, seven minutes, two or three from the field. One rebound and four points. Um, Rayuni, 15 minutes, one of two from the field. Oh, one from deep, four rebounds, two points. Crass, 11 minutes, one of two from the field. One of one from deep, two assists, four points. And uh, Akinono, uh, 23 minutes, 1 of 5 from the field, 1 of 4 from deep, and 3 assists, 5 points to his credit. As a team, ASU 24 of 49, uh, like I said, 49%. Uh, they were eight of thir- eight of eighteen, forty four point four percent from deep, eighteen of twenty seven, sixty six point seven percent at the charity stripe. Uh, the Beavers twenty four of fifty six, forty two point nine percent from deep, ten of twenty four, forty one point seven percent, and at the charity stripe, eleven of fourteen, seventy eight point six percent. Beavers did out rebound. Uh, ASU 31 to 29 with 13 offensive boards, 18 defensive. ASU 9 offensive and 20 defensive. Um, they had more assists than uh, the Sun Devils, 12 to 8. Uh, Sun Devils did have those nine blocks and nine steals, as I mentioned. Uh, only seven uh, steals for the Beavers. They didn't have a single block. Um, 13 turnovers. And 19 fouls for the Beavers, 16 turnovers, and 21 fouls. Um, 
the Sun Devils had one technical foul. Their largest lead was nine. As I said, they did have that deficit. Um, it was 16 points, and that was the largest lead for um, Oregon State as well. Um, no um, sound for um, for Bobby Hurley, but we do have a you know quick um, you know kind of game recap, and then uh, Desmond Cambridge he spoke to um, the guys in the booth. So we'll play the recap first. And then Desmond Cambridge right after. Games during the offseason, so they're very veteran-oriented coming in here and playing what we call them freshmen. Pope, wow. Over the top of seven-footer Warren Washington. Sends it to Pope. Good entry from Pope, and Bilodeau does the rest. I'll say that again. One out of every five minutes played in the conference by a freshman this season by Oregon State freshman. Nunez on a rim run with the free throw to follow. Now a steal. Jemiah Neal to Gaffney. Here come the Sun Devils. Jemiah Neal rising. That rattles home. Notice how athletic all of Arizona State's players are. They all get out in the stands. I mean, you're seeing a great job of coaching to keep the team locked in and focused. Collins from Cambridge off the steal. Tinkle can play conservatively with the foul trouble. Exactly. A steal up to Stevens. He'll challenge. He is wiped away by Washington. I call a little European zone where they go man-to-man -man zone, give you a zone look, and they go man-to-man. -man. There you see the switch coming. Horn with five off the crossover. DJ Horn. Right back to Frankie Collins. Works it back to the left hand. If you can get in the lane and float it up at the hoop and let them dunk, they're great. But when you can stay behind them and make them have to make plays, as you see, wanted to say flop that, but he missed the three. Taken away by David Cambridge. On the step through with a pretty left hand. The bounce in their game, the athleticism, their ability to score, how free they play on offense. They're an excellent team. They're definitely a tournament team. Desmond Cambridge feeling it in Corvallis. He's going off. Washington deflected, taken away. Retire to the rim and one. Right back into the hands of the Bees. Here comes Pope. Oh, hits. One point game. Retai in the ball screen. Try to get to him quick so he can pick a pop and get the three. They issue not fouling up three, but they do get the steal off the deflection from Frankie Collins, who was knocked to the floor and recovered. Alonzo Gaffney's free throws should seal it. ASU 3-0 on the Pac-12 road for the first time in 42 years, and they sweep here in the state of Oregon for the first time since 2010. Pretty cool. Um, it's been a while since they swept and been a while since they've, uh, you know, 3-0 on the road, and uh, um, good for them. They're, they're, they're playing really, really good. And I, I mentioned this to to JD and talking about just how ASU was uh, playing, just just because I don't know how it came out, but I just mentioned it, and and I mentioned in the two minute warning that their next opponent is uh, UCLA, um, and UCLA is ranked fifth. The Sun Devils aren't ranked at all, um, and there is only. Um, one team better than ASU in the Pac-12 conference, and that is UCLA. Um, Arizona is a ranked 11, and they are four and three in the conference. The um, Sun Devils are six and one. UCLA is unbeaten in the conference overall. ASU is five, 15 and three. UCLA is 16 and two, and Arizona is 15 and three. Um, so 
I did, you know, the rankings and teams that are ranked and teams that are unranked never has really made much uh, sense to me. You know, so I know it has to do with, you know, some of them are pre-rankings. And if you, you know, you play reasonably good, you don't drop too far. Um, University of Arizona was a lot higher than they were going into their game against Oregon, who um, uh, ASU beat. And uh, um, now they're, I think they were, you know, fifth or something like that or, or whatever. Now they're 11th and um, ASU had a a chance to um, be ranked and continue the ranking, but they they lost and came up short against uh, University of Arizona already um, in the, that first matchup. But it's just it's just crazy to me that they're not getting any love as far as being ranked. Um, but you know whatever they'll they'll fly under the radar. But Desmond Cambridge, who led the team. Uh, he talks about Arizona State's six and one start in the Pac-12. Um, so uh, here is uh, Desmond Cambridge with the uh, um, with the guys in the booth for the Pac-12 Network. Okay, Zayo connection with Desmond Cambridge Jr. After he and the Sun Devils get a sweep of the state of Oregon and come from behind fashion today in Corvallis, Ernie Kent, J.B. Long. Uh, and Des, you guys never flinched down 16 in that first half. How does it feel to get out of here with two wins on the road this week? Man, I'm so happy, man. That was crazy. <laughs> um, they came back, made a – we missed a uh, free throw block out. They hit the three. The place erupted, man. I'm just happy to get out here with a dub, man. It was crazy. Desmond Ernie Ken, this is a, a compliment here. I've said often that it seems like Coach Hurley lets you guys play free. Almost yeah. like it's a, a pickup game mentality. You have that kind of confidence to pull it at any time. Am I truly in that, in that assessment of your offense? Yes, sir. Um, you know, over the over the course of the summer and the games, you know, that we played um, early in the season, Coach Hurley has, you know, built, the, built trust up with us. You know, there's a lot of transfers. I think our four of our starting five are trans, uh, incoming guys, so we had to build that trust. But, yeah, he lets us play free. He lets us do what we think is best, and uh, that's why I think we're dangerous um, because at the end of the day, it's on us. I'm sure he still demands you play defense, though, tough. Even though you play free on offense, you're going to play tough on defense, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, that That's the stipulation. As long as we play hard on D, man, he, let, he lets a couple things go that, you know, maybe other other people would say that we shouldn't do. And um, as long as we give effort, um, keep playing defense and give 100% um, effort, um, he'll let us rock. That's awesome. Yes, Desmond, sir. when you came to Arizona State, if I had told you you'd have a home game against UCLA in a battle for first place, how would that have sounded? Man, I'd be super excited. Um, I've never played them before. I've always watched them, you know, growing up. I was a Duke fan coming up, so I wasn't really a fan of UCLA, but playing the Blue Blood has been one of my dreams, and this is going to be – and now that um, we're both in first and second, this is going to be a great, great matchup. You talk about a great weekend for you guys. I would think you would have a sellout crowd bringing UCLA in. You're both battling right now for tops in the conference. Well deserved by your team with the way you guys are playing. Yes, sir. I appreciate it so much. Uh, we're, we're, we're being resilient. We're finding out ways to win, and uh, we're just sticking to it, uh, staying poised, just staying together. Safe trip home, Des. All right. Thank you. Appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, it's going to be a big one on Thursday night uh, for – uh, the Sun Devils, it's going to be on FS1, I believe, at 7 p.m. So I will uh, definitely be uh, tuning in. It will be, well, after after work, but I will definitely be tuning in to that one. Um, up next and uh, finally uh, for the uh, for the Suns, we, we know what happened. They, they lost, um, and, uh, you know, it's... It sucks, but we're going to talk about it next on uh, Big Sky Sports Talk. Well, a 30-point loss is never good. Um, as I mentioned, you know, in the two-minute warning, they were only down by three, and then 10 minutes and 22 seconds or so, they um, the wheels fall off and they they lose, and it just it just it just stinks. Um, but they they will be back at home just like ASU on, on Thursday. Mikel Bridges went for 21 points, 8 of 16 from the field, perfect at line 4-4. John Morant, um, he went for 29 points, uh, 11 of 20 from the field, and perfect at the line, uh, 2 of 2. 
Uh, Dario Saric, seven rebounds, five uh, defensive, two offensive. Steven and Adams, nine rebounds, four defensive, and five offensive. Damian Lee, nine assists, two turnovers, 26 minutes. Um, Tyrus uh, Jones, uh, eight assists, one turnover in 22 minutes. For the Suns, Sarge, 23 minutes, four of nine from the field, two of five from deep, seven rebounds, five assists, uh, 12 points. Toy Craig, 25 minutes, two of seven from the field, 0 of four from deep, one rebound, one assist, four points. Mikael Bridges, 30 minutes, eight of 16 from the field, one of three from deep, four rebounds, seven assists, 21 points. DeAndre Ayton, uh, eight of 11, uh, five rebounds, one assist, 18 points. Uh, his shot looked a little bit more sure. Uh, not he didn't look like he was you know worried about the ankle as much, but just didn't get a, a lot of them to go down. Didn't get a lot of rebounds and just uh, was not good for him at all. Landry Shamit back in the lineup for the first time in in a um, couple of uh, games. Uh, he played 26 minutes, two of nine from the field, one of six from uh, deep, and uh, four rebounds, six assists, nine points. Um, Ish Wainwright, 16 minutes, um, two points. Josh Kogi, nine minutes, uh, nine points. Uh, Bam, uh, Bam. Um, I, I guess I'm thinking Bam Adebayo, but Bismack Biombo. Um, Bam Adebayo has been rumored to the Suns before, but anyway, 12 minutes, uh, eight points. Jock Lando, 14 minutes, five points. Uh, Damian Lee, 26 minutes, eight points. And uh, Saban Lee, 28 minutes, uh, 10 points. He was uh, 3 of 9 from the field, 1 2 from deep, 2 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, um, uh, Jackson, uh, Jaron Jackson uh, Jr., uh, 26 minutes, 5 of 11 from the field, 1 of 4 from deep, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 18 points. Um, Dylan Brooks, 24 minutes, 4 of 8 from the field, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 9 points. Steven Adams, 24 minutes, 4 of 5 from the field, uh, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 8 points. John Morant, 27 minutes, uh, 11 of 20 from the field, 5 of 8 from deep, 2 rebounds, 7 assists, uh, 29 points. Desmond Bain, uh, 27 minutes as well, 10 of 12 from the field, 3 of 4 from deep, 3 rebounds, 6 assists, 28 points. Um, Brandon Clark, 18 minutes, 6 of 8 from the field, uh, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 13 points. Um, uh, Aldama, uh, 22 minutes, 6, uh, 6 points. Um, Williams, 17 minutes, 3 points. Uh, Roddy, uh, or Rody. Uh, 18 minutes, 10 points, uh, 4 of 8, and 2 of 3 from uh, deep, 8 rebounds. Um, Tyrus Jones, 22 minutes, 4 of 12 from the field, three of eight or 2 of 8 from deep, 4 rebounds, 8 assists, 10 points. And uh, Chandler, 5 minutes, 2 points. So just a little bit of everything for Memphis as far as scoring. Um, Suns were 39 of 89, 43.8%, uh, 10 of, uh, 33, 30.3%, and, uh, 18 of 19, only one shot missed at the line, 94.7%. Memphis, 52 of 98, 53.1%, 16 of 37, 43.2%, and 16 of 20, 80% at the charity stripe, um, Memphis out-rebounded the Suns 51-37, 13 offensive and uh, 38 defensive. Suns with 9 offensive and 28 defensive. Suns did have more assists, 33-29. to 29. Um, But um, the Grizzlies, they had 8 steals and 6 blocks to the Suns, 4 steals and 4 blocks. 15 turnovers for the Suns, giving up 24 um uh, points, uh, 11 turnovers, giving up 17 for Memphis. Fast break points, 14 to 8. Uh, points in the paint, 66 for Memphis, 54 for the Suns. And 22 fouls for the Suns, 19 with one technical for Memphis. 
largest lead of the game, 36, and that's what they won by. No, they won by 30, sorry. Um, and largest lead for the uh, Suns was 11. Excuse me, nothing um, from Bally Sports or anywhere else otherwise. Um, this, you know, this bad 12th in the conference and fourth in division. But the thing is, it's so tight that, you know, if the Suns are able to go on a run, Cam Johnson, uh, is reported to, uh, re uh, return soon. Uh, Chris Paul is day to day. Devin Booker should be reevaluated and hopefully he'll come back soon. Um, but until these guys come back, the, the thing I'm going to continue to stress, and, and you know, I'm not going to relent on this, is these the guys that are available, they need to find a way to, to, to win these games. They need to find a way to to just be better than their opponent, play solid defense, and and uh, paint the great is one thing that Monty always preaches. You know, um, Kick it into the paint, and if you can, kick it out for a great shot, and hopefully, you know, from deep and, and, and win, um, uh, or win, uh, well, yeah, and win, but, um, they just, they're, they're not a, a together team as they have been in the past. And it's, it's, it's frustrating and it's obvious. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't know, but next, next matchup, they're on the, on, at the home, at the home. They're at home for a good bit, uh, about four or five games. They start in, in uh, at, uh, with Brooklyn uh, also on Thursday. But that's it for the show. Um, that's everything I have. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, hope your weekend in, in was good and Monday was good. Um, you want to email me, you can. Um, big Sky Sports Talk at gmail.com and then Facebook and Instagram at Big Sky Sports Talk. You can message me there um, and uh, get involved in the conversation if you would like. Um, find the show um, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, um, Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Stitcher. Excuse me. Um, we are just about everywhere you are to to be able to find us um please continue to tell your friends and your family your neighbors your enemies about about the show and and uh ring that bell notification on whichever platform you'd like um shoot you can listen on all of them that that'd be really great and subscribe on all of them that'd be great um but uh uh thanks for the support in in that way um and uh, it, it's just, it doesn't go unnoticed. It's so appreciated um, without you guys that, that, you know, there still would be a, a show. I'd just be, it would just be me and, and me alone. Um, so without the listeners, you really make it go and really kind of encourage me to keep on going. Because if I had done my first show and to get it, didn't, it was nothing but crickets, then um, that, that wouldn't have been good. So. I probably wouldn't be doing it anymore, and it would suck because I do like doing this. So, um, but I appreciate that. And uh, until um, until tomorrow, I will uh, speak to you again uh, soon. Thanks as always. <laughs>